Welcome to this week's episode of Life Talks with Lex. I'm your host, Coach Lex, a self-development and leadership empowerment coach. And this week's episode is all about fear and uncertainty, two of life's conditions that we are very familiar with. I can't wait to share everything you've shared with me. Stick around. Stay tuned. It's going to be quite the show. I got to tell you guys, I don't think I've ever been so excited for an episode. I mean, the ability to incorporate your voices as a part of this show is my dream. It is the reason why I do this show, and I am so psyched with the way this has evolved. Um, When I reached out last week and I asked if any of you would be willing to share your voices um, in voice messages to be a part of the next episode, Many of you jumped on the opportunity and said, absolutely, absolutely, I'll weigh in on this question. And it was a tough question. It was a really tough question. So all of you that sent in something for either me to read or sent in something that you recorded, kudos to you because that took courage. And your ability to be vulnerable and to be transparent, knowing that I would hear your voice and that your voice would be heard by the rest of the audience like is absolutely amazing absolutely amazing so i really can't wait to share with you and reflect with you guys on all of our fears and anxieties and uncertainties uh on this topic because man this is a condition we know well so this was a two-part question The first part was, what is your biggest fear or what is a significant fear you're struggling with? And the second part was, if fear was not an issue, what would you do in your life? So what is fear keeping you from? And I encouraged all of you to answer this question in a way that made sense to you, that felt right to you. There was no right or wrong way to answer this question because after all, Fear is subjective. It's based on our experiences. It's based on our trauma. It's based on uh, the people that influence us, our surroundings, and the things that haven't happened yet that we're anticipating. And that's uncertainty. That's the uncertainty piece because we don't yet know that we are fearful but we anticipate fear because we don't know. And that's scary. I can tell you that uncertainty is my scary place. Uncertainty has cost me quite a bit in life because it's that place of inaction. It's that place of, well, if I don't know enough, I can't make an informed decision. If I don't know enough, then I don't know what to expect. If I don't know enough, then my mind will generate some pretty scary thoughts about what's possible. And that's where fear gets generated. I'll tell you, I heard a lot of uncertainty and your responses. And I was like, yep, yeah, 
ooh, relatable. Because I found myself in a place of uncertainty when I started this show. I found myself in a place of uncertainty when I made the move from the traditional workforce to independent work, to opening up a coaching business and starting a podcast. Uncertainty was going crazy for me. I was like, Lex, are you going to give up a guaranteed paycheck and like just having a job for the sake of what's in your heart to do? Like, is that even smart? Is that, what if you fail? What if, what if it doesn't work out? That's a big risk. What if you don't have enough? What if you don't become enough? What if you aren't enough to do this, to make this happen? And that is probably one of my biggest fears alongside uncertainty, scarcity. Never having enough, never being enough, never being able to be safe in the face of uncertainty. What I found in all of your messages was this thread of connection between us where uncertainty and the fear that drove that uncertainty stopped us in our tracks. It kept us in a place of complacency. It kept us in a place of playing it safe, but for us, it also meant playing it small because it kept us from joy. It kept us from desire. It kept us from the potential and the possibility of what if this does work? What if I grow? What if I change? What if this brings me joy? It is incredible how much we all sit in the place of fear and concern and anxiety, but never in the place of wonder and possibility and curiosity and hunger. And we are all connected in that. So I'm going to start. I'm going to read first. Those of you that sent in messages uh, and chose not to record your message either because the link wasn't working or you just felt more comfortable having me read uh, your message. I'm going to start with those fears. And then I'm going to play some of the recordings for you guys. And then we're going to reflect. And before we embark on this journey, I just want to remind you that everyone who shared this week shared in confidence and in courage. So as you're listening to this episode, please honor that and respect it and hold space for everything they had to say. The first one comes from an old friend and acquaintance of mine who wrote, one of my biggest fears in life is the fact that I never tested well because of my learning disabilities. 
I let so many opportunities go for careers that I wanted because I was afraid I didn't know how to take tests. I didn't know how to study. I held myself back in a lot of areas due to the fact that I was just tired of failing at tests and not understanding how to deal with the studying and the testing and not able to pass classes that I needed to get my career off the ground. If I could have fought through my fear, I would have gone for my favorite degree, which would have been a physical therapist. Out of it, working in some sports arena, some type of college or pro level. I held myself back because I was afraid of testing and studying and not understanding how to pass tests well. Learning disabilities held me back in a lot of areas I wish I could have just fought through and did what I needed to do to be for the career that I wanted. And when I first read that, although I could not share in the same conditions, I shared that feeling of fear around going after something I really desired in life, but being fearful around what that was going to require of me and if I was going to be capable. And I don't know, but something tells me that we can all relate to that feeling. The next fear I'm going to read to you is a little bit different from the first. It's not necessarily a tangible experience. It's more of the thought of uncertainty of what is gonna come next, how is this gonna happen, what is going to happen? How will I know? Uh, and the person writes, my biggest fear is dying. Not dying as in one day I'm going to die. It's more so how. For example, I could be walking under a tree and immediately think this tree is going to fall and kill me. Same with standing on a high balcony. I would think this bar is going to give out and I'm going to fall. I can't really give an explanation as to why. It's just a weird phobia I have. It happens constantly, 100% of my day, no matter what I'm doing. Maybe I watched too many thousand ways to die as a kid. (laughs) If fear wasn't an issue, maybe I'd be able to bungee jump or skydive or even jump into a lake off of a rock. (laughs) I love that one because it's valid. It's so valid. It's such a real fear. Uh, You know, all of those things are scary. And as we know, the potential of dying at any point, at any time, in any way is really scary. It's very possible. Uh, We can be out in public now in a number of places and feel a threat to society and be unsure if we are safe where we are. And... I laugh because I have these same fears in a physical sense. It's it's always funny to me when my boyfriend says to me, "Come on, let's let's go for a hike, babe. Let's go let's go take a walk in the woods." And you want to see like you want to see my ultimate fear activated. It's taking me deep into the woods where I I don't have service. There are no maps. We go off the trail. I don't know what kind of animals are in there. And I don't know how long the walk's going to be. And I'm like, 
I go crazy. I freak out. And it's it's funny because I, I don't think I have always been that way. It's something I've I've really noticed about myself in the last year is that I, I have a problem holding space for uncertainty and potential danger. It's okay to be cautious, of course, uh, around danger, right? But, you know, what this person shared is that 100% of the time, she's thinking, I could die. I could die doing this. I could be walking down the street and I could die. I could be in a car and I could die. And it's one thing to be cautious about potential dangers and potential fears. But it's another thing when it starts robbing us of joy, when it starts robbing us of being able to take action and being able to enjoy our life, being able to enjoy that walk under a tree and admire the leaves and not think this tree is going to fall and crush me. Or stand on a balcony. I was doing a lot of, that's another reason I laugh, because I was doing a lot of standing on a balcony on the West Coast. Uh, in this place that we stayed, the balcony overlooked the water. The beach was right across the street. And I was on that balcony like every day. And it was my dad who was like, Lex, get, get away from that balcony. You don't know what could happen. And, you know, to me, I was like, well, if I die on this balcony, there could be worse things. <laughs> but it's a valid fear. It's a valid fear. You never know what's going to happen to you at any time, any point in time in the world. But what you do have to be cautious of is how much time you spend in that space. In a constant state of danger. Because that's, that's activating our nervous system. And it sends us into overdrive. It sends our amygdala, that fight or flight, that freeze, into overdrive. And it affects everything else that we do. I'm going to move on to the recordings now. And then once we've gone through all the recordings, we'll do a huge reflection. But let, let me just play you a couple of these. They're fantastic. Alexis, a thousand times, I'm sorry. My biggest fear right now in life is failure. I believe failure is my biggest fear because of the way that I was brought up. Success was the only option. There was no gray area. It was very black and white. You were successful or you were not. And you had to be successful. There was no in-between with it. Um... I also don't know necessarily for the second part of the question that I actually have an answer for it because I think I have been so influenced and so conditioned to have to be successful that I don't even know that I would be able to think about what I could or couldn't do if fear wasn't an option. I have a couple fears in life that I cannot choose between. One is losing my kids, whether that's to us having a strained relationship, whether it's to an addiction, whether it's them just not physically being here anymore. The second one is they live a miserable life hating themselves. And the third one is them not having a relationship 
because of the situation we're in. Um, if I didn't have those fears, I don't think I'd parent with anxiety. I think I would let things flow a little more naturally and I would be living more in the moment with them than living within my anxiety. My biggest fear is failure. And I feel like that's kind of generic to say or cliche, I guess. But that's my biggest fear. Um, I'm going to step out. I'm going to do something and I'm just going to fail at it. And that's just something that was instilled in me from childhood. You know, as soon as an idea or a dream was you know, vocalized, it was always immediately shot down. So like, you know, I live in fear. If I did not have the fear of failure the way that I do, I would absolutely, like my dream is just to move out of Connecticut and, you know, start a new life. I don't think my life is here. I feel like me and you have talked about it so many times, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's just one of the things that I fear is just that I'm not going to do well and I'm just gonna end up out there and sucking at it. Hey Alexis, this is Jamie. I think my greatest fear in life currently is um, just draining myself of my happiness and energy to give happiness and positive energy to other people. I think now more than ever um, as an empath we are, you know, scraping the bottom of our emotional barrel every day to take care of the people around us. And uh, I notice that most often, you know, nothing is being uh, given back to me as far as, you know, love and energy from those people. Um, although it is a fear, it's not something I think holds me back from living or, you know, would stop me from you know, doing whatever I, I, I want to in life. Um, but what I fear about being, you know, emptied emotionally is becoming somebody that is more apathetic than empathetic. And, you know, we have enough of those people in the world. So finding a balance is sort of my goal right now. And I think the key to... Um, my success as, as an empath and as a good human. Hope this helps. I would have to say my biggest fear is regression. I have to heal so much from so many different things in life. I've also had to face different things in my life that made me overcome the fear of death and losing people and my own death and death of families. But honestly, the regression... Um, being less than what I am now and unlearning or having to fall back onto a lesser version of myself would probably be one of my biggest fears. I even to this day feel as if I have healed from big traumas and being manipulated and abused by people almost felt as if I was being programmed by these people and as if my brain was literally being wired and trained to respond and not react and stay quiet towards certain things and situations that didn't feel right to me. And I never want to regress to that. However, there are times where I find myself in a situation that immediately brings me to 
the past moment and I get the exact same feeling as if it is PTSD and it is almost as if those wires are trying to reconnect and I literally have to emotionally and mentally unattach those wires before I can properly think or respond to the situation. And so at times it looks like I'm frozen. <laughs> um, but again, I think that is still growth. I think that's personal growth. I think the only other thing I could possibly think of as a big fear of mine um, would be if I was both blind and deaf because I would be robbed of so many things that bring me joy. I would be robbed of conversations that I could possibly have. I would be robbed of stories, of movies, of books. I would be robbed of being able to hear music and dancing. I would be robbed of being able to cook for the people that I love and being not even being able to do those things would scare the crap out of me, but I'm sure there's a way that I could adapt. I just don't know how joyous of a person I could be without art, music, being able to cook, being able to clean even. Um, things that I do to unwind involve all of my senses, and so I'm highly grateful for everything that I do have, and I'm highly grateful for all the lessons that I've had, but regression is probably my biggest fear. Biggest fear in life is open water. If that didn't exist, I would swim in the ocean. You're welcome. I had to end on a light note with that comic relief from my good friend Rowan with the open water thing. It is a valid fear though, Ro. I gotta hand it to you. It's a valid fear. Oh, wow. Listening to those recordings... I was moved to tears. I I just had to stop halfway through because I I was taking notes on the similarities and the differences between all that we've shared on this episode and I was just in awe. I was overwhelmed with this sense of gratitude for every single one of you that showed up with this willingness this week to be vulnerable and to use your voice around this topic. Like, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. I had to stop because I just wanted to be in the same room, in the same space, around the same campfire. (laughs) And talk about this with you guys. And I was just overwhelmed just hearing about your stories and the way that you grew up and thinking about the way I grew up and thinking about how all of us are here being connected through this episode, through our fear, the fear that drives us through our life. The fear that at times has protected us, at times has satisfied those around us, and maybe even us. But the same fear that has also robbed us of ourself, of joy, 
of the ability to let go, of the ability to surrender, the ability to take risks, the ability to do things that lead us to impactful change in our lives. So just to recap, here's what we heard. Failure, not once, twice, three times, if you count me talking about it. Failure, stepping out of our comfort zones, the expectation of having to be something, even if we don't want to be. Conditioning, expectations that we did not set for ourselves, but that others have set for us. Dreams that we did not kill ourselves, but that others helped us to diminish. Loss, loss of connection, loss of love, loss of others, loss of self, loss of being present in the moment, experiencing joy, experiencing love, practicing gratitude, loss of self to others, giving more to others than we give to ourselves and feeling depleted, giving what we may never get back, giving what cannot be returned. Regression, being set back. Being set back on a healing journey that we've worked so hard at. Drawing boundaries, drawing lines in the sand. Standing up for ourselves and having to say, no, I don't agree with this. This isn't right for me. Losing sight of that. Having to reroute yet again. Overcoming barriers. Barriers that stand between us and what we desire. All of these things which drive us to take one action over another or to take no action at all. Fear and uncertainty. Some of which may be conscious, but most of which is unconscious. It becomes a part of our conditioning. It becomes, as you mentioned, as you all mentioned, something we know. So much so that we don't know what we would do without this fear. And I think that's part of the reason I feel so compelled to do this show and I feel so compelled uh, as a coach because when I wake up to the fact that so many of us are not in a place of choice, we're not in a place of self, 
Our energy has been borrowed. It's been stolen. It's been rewired. It's been reconditioned. It's been given away in so many different facets that we don't even recognize our ability to choose anymore. We don't even recognize our, our, the possibility that we have in ways to act and in ways to experience joy. And I don't think that's fair to us. I, I once heard this quote about failure because I think it's important to talk about this as we, so many of us have this fear of failure. You know, if I, if I try and I don't succeed, if I step out and this doesn't work and I very much am that person because I am a bit of a perfectionist and I've been really battling with perfection this year. And I've said to myself, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to face perfectionism head on and I'm going to act anyway. If something isn't perfect, it doesn't mean it can't be. It doesn't mean it can't exist. I mean, the very nature of us as human beings of our life is imperfect. So I often go back to this quote that I heard on a podcast about failure. And it was something to the effect of there is no such thing as failure. It's just feedback. It's just a response from the universe that says, try again. You're not broken. You're not dead. You're not gone. It's very simply feedback. Feedback from the universe. And the other piece of this quote was, you're just stretching. You're not dying. You're not killing yourself. You're not, you're just stretching in a different way. You're, you're using a different muscle. We can all stretch. We can all bend. We can all adapt. That is the human experience. And so as I listen to all of you speak on your fears and I listen to myself reflect on my fears and my uncertainty, I said, why can't then fear as a whole all of our fears be feedback, be an opportunity, be a stretch. It's just a way of stretching. It challenges us to stretch because when we are uncomfortable, as we know, in when we go to the gym, when we work out our muscles and we want to grow certain muscles, we stretch and we put up a weight that is sometimes very difficult. It's a little uncomfortable and it could be scary because, hey, we might drop this, this weight and we might not be able to do this and we might not, but it, does, it, does it stop us from trying if we want to grow? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I, as I listened to the fears about regression, I said, does it have to be regression? Could it just be 
an opportunity to reset, an opportunity to refresh, an opportunity to reroute. And I listened to the failure and I said, can it just be an opportunity for feedback? An opportunity to try something new. Everything that we've expressed, that we've shared, is so valid. It's so real. It's so relatable, guys. I mean, I share in every single fear the loss. The loss. The being one step ahead of the fear itself and trying to prevent this this concern and this disappointment and this hurt and this pain by anticipating it. We all do this. We all do this. But can it not be an opportunity for us to say, Where am I lacking in joy? Where am I lacking in presence? Where am I lacking in balance? Where am I lacking in self? Because I so freely give to others what I'm desperately seeking. How do I need to be nourished? Why does that scare me? Am I conscious of this? Am I aware of this? Earlier this week, I posted a quote about awareness that basically stated that that is where true transformation begins. It only happens when we put our total energy into it. When you're boiling at 100 degrees centigrade, then you evaporate. Then the alchemical change happens. Then you start rising up. I think fear is very much an opportunity for how we frame growth. We can either allow it to stunt us entirely or we can hold space for it and thank it for showing up. Because the truth is, I think that we're not getting through this life without fear. We're not getting through this life without anticipation of what could be without not knowing what's on the other side of certain things, certain decisions that we'll have no way of knowing until we try, until we experience it. The other thing is we're not escaping any of that without pain, without disappointment, without all of life's conditions that make us completely human. We're not getting out of here without any of that. But should it keep us stuck in the same places where all we do is think about what could be on the other side? See, because we're going to think about it anyway. But we're either going to think about it in fear or we're going to think about it with love, with compassion, with wonder, 
with joy, with curiosity. We're going to hold space for it. Or we're going to allow it to take up our space. And that's a really hard place to get to. Where we're able to hold space for fear and uncertainty. As I mentioned, it's something that I am still working on. But I'm super grateful because this show, this chapter of my life, this this ability that I've taken to step into what I feel was my natural desire, my natural calling, my natural skill set has allowed me to really hold space for that uncertainty because there's a lot of it. Oh, is there a lot of it? But then I sit with all of you and I listen to your voices and I think, we all share this. There is no certainty. There is no life with certainty. There is no guarantee of anything. Because we stay in the same place, because we continue to give of ourselves, because we anticipate what potentially could go wrong and what potentially bad we could experience, because we stay in a place where we don't have to fail and therefore we don't have to try, because we think about all the ways in which we could potentially be harmed and all of the bad things that could happen to us, it doesn't mean we're safe. It doesn't mean we are guaranteed life, a job, joy, safety, security. It doesn't mean that. Because we know at the end of the day, none of that is guaranteed to any of us. And when we think about it that way, the question arises, then why? Why don't we try? Why do we sustain the thought of fear? Because sometimes it goes from the experience of fear to the mere thought the thought of the fear that just keeps it alive. It keeps it real. It keeps it validated for us. And it keeps us from experiencing joy and experiencing love and experiencing presence and balance in our life. What's the antidote to fear? Consciousness. consciousness, presence, becoming aware of that fear, becoming aware of what that fear costs us on a regular basis. Sense of self, self inventory of our values, of our wants, of our needs, of our skills, of our talents, of our passions, actively not 
in a filing cabinet in the back of our mind, but us stepping into the driver's seat saying, where do I want to go? Realistically, where do I want to go? Not where have I been told, is it safe to go? Where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Where do I want to be? Who do I want to be? And besides consciousness and besides sense of self, trust and faith. And I don't mean that in the religious sense. What I mean is a trust of self, a trust of the universe. I trust that I'm not going to break in half. If I step outside of my comfort zone, I'm not going to break in half. If I fail, very much surviving. I'm very much alive. I'm very much trying. And the simple act of trying is you holding space for this fear and uncertainty. It's you standing up with it, not to it. I'm not asking you to attack the fear. I'm not asking you to overcome it because I don't think it is realistic to have a life where we are not fearful of taking certain action, of being certain things. I think we're not getting out alive without it. And oftentimes it does keep us safe. I'm asking you to stand with it. Stand with it in the same way I stood with you in this show. In the same way you spoke with your incredible, courageous voices. Stand with it. Stand with it when you take action. Stand with it when you try something new, when you do something different. Stand with it and hold space for it and say, guess what? It is okay to be here. But it doesn't mean that I can't be me, that I can't do this, that I can't seek that, that I won't succeed, that I won't make it. Fear is not a permission slip to not try or to not take action. It is an opportunity to grow. Let that be your challenge. Next time you take a look at your fear, you reflect on your fear, and you ask yourself that same question, what would I do if fear was not an issue? What is fear keeping me from? Who is fear keeping me from being? Allow fear not to stop you. 
Allow it to encourage you to frame your growth and your transformation. Because, man, the way you guys use your voices on this episode, I believe in you. I don't care what you've been conditioned to believe. I don't care who told you. You have to succeed or you should worry about this and you can't do that and your dreams are silly. I don't care who told you that. I don't care if I'm the only one that stands up in your life and says, that's bullshit. You're capable. You're possible. You are not failure. Even if you do fail. Change the language, change the frame, change the lens of that shit. Failure is a scary word. Start using feedback. If loss is a scary word, start using change. I stand with you. I stand with you in fear. I stand with you in uncertainty. But I also stand with you in courage. You guys are absolutely incredible. And in case no one's told you that today, you have to know. And you have to know how grateful I am to have all of you as a part of this show, as a part of my experience, as a part of me holding space for fear and uncertainty and doing new things that I've never done before. You have to know I'm grateful. And you have to know that gratitude, gratitude in the face of uncertainty and in the face of fear is so much larger and so much louder. I freaking love you guys. I freaking love you guys. Thank you so much for making this episode absolutely incredible. I hope we can do so much more of this. And I hope you will take the challenge to grow. Until next time. If you enjoyed today's episode of Life Talks with Lex, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. To stay current on all the latest from Coach Lex, you can find me on Instagram at Alexis Christie Coaching or shoot me an email, alexischristiecoaching at gmail.com with any comments, questions, concerns, or topics you'd like to see explored on the show. I look forward to hearing from all of you, and I look forward to the next Conscious Conversation.